Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward. Hashtag Africa Connected. Africa Connected with Standard Bank gives you trusted insights into the endless potential of Africa's markets. We've sent Pan-African broadcaster Lee Kasumba to unpack doing business across the continent. This month she's in Cote d'Ivoire. Follow her journey on africaconnected.co.za and social media hashtag Africa Connected. Um, Lee Kasumba is still in Abidjan and once again on the line to us. Hello. Hi, John. How are you? I'm cool. I'm very glad that I'm not ordering coffee in Abidjan because I was listening to you yesterday when you were talking about the price of a small cappuccino, 56 rand. I thought, whoopsie. I know. I know. And for a coffee-growing nation, right, I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Today you started out with an interview with a local fashion uh, fashion designer, Nakisa, and um, how big is fashion in Cote d'Ivoire? So Fashion in Cote d'Ivoire is pretty big. Um, they have their annual Afrique Fashion Week that happens. It's been happening for over eight years now. And it draws um, people from the fashion industry from all around the continent mainly and sometimes people from around the world. Um, one of the favorite designers here, coincidentally, South African designer David Clally. And the, the designer that I got to interview and I got an output from her, you know, I could not resist. <laughs> Nakisa has actually showcased um, at the same fashion show um, that um, that David Clally has, and it was quite interesting. Um, one of the standout features about um, about Cote d'Ivoire is that the people are very bright. Everywhere you go, there's a lot of brightness and there's a lot of color, you know, and there's a love for the local fabric. And what has happened is that even in in their fashion, you see this kind of um, you, you see this kind of theme coming through where the colors are pretty bright. They also like to integrate a lot of their local fabric, um, which is pretty different from the Ankara, you know, which is what we normally see. So it was quite nice. It's the way that they, they actually design the fabric and they paint it um, because Cote d'Ivoire is a country of, of artisans. And it is also a country of agriculture, as is much of West Africa. Yes, there is mineral wealth, there is oil in the sea, but there is enormous agricultural potential in Cote d'Ivoire, as there is in many West African countries. And one of the interviews that you did earlier today was with um, um, a young agricultural engineer, or what kind of engineer, working for a startup company in the field? Yeah, so he's an oronetical um, engineer. Like, I have to just tell you this, John. This was the most inspiring interview that I've done um, the entire um, the entire trip. I think it's like, you know, we were pleasantly surprised because we got there. And it turns out that he's a gentleman from Zambia who went to Ukraine to study um, oronetical engineering. And he actually speaks full Russian, like fluent, fluent Russian, you know. And he's now in Cote d'Ivoire, you know, and he really spoke about for him why, they, why it was really important to have um, drones being used where um, agriculture was, was concerned because it would help, obviously, farmers to be able to make sure that, you know, they were spending money in the right sort of places. So the drones and the technology that they use, the companies We Fly, we fly agree, um, basically they're able to really zoom in and just from seeing the colors and everything, you can see which parts of your plantation, for example, need more water. You can see where the pests is working or not and that sort of thing and he was so passionate he must be um, you know from the look of him he looked like he was under 29 and he really understands everything and one of the standout quotes that he said he said they should
should never ever be a situation of there being food scarcity in Africa. We should be the food basket of the rest of the world. And he's the engineer from the startup um, ca- uh, startup company, which is um, Refly Agree. And basically, they've won awards already, not just in in Cote d'Ivoire, but in in Europe as well. So it's just so amazing to see young people really passionate about look what are we going to do about agriculture how are we going to make sure that our people don't starve you know i was i was literally blown away it, it is extraordinary you go from zambia to mm. the ukraine to cote d'ivoire to cote d'ivoire and, and he just... understands all the languages i was looking at him like excuse me and he, he also did a stint oh here's another add-on he did a stint in johannesburg briefly which is where he met the the ceo of this particular company if you can imagine he's only been here for about um eight to ten months so to speak which is amazing. He's one of those young Africans that I really think needs to be celebrated everywhere, you know. What's the reception? Do the local farmers go, yay, this is fantastic? Or do they go, oh, no, 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 this is not what we're used to. This is not how we normally decide to handle our crops. So, so basically for the small-scale farmers, um, you know, the reception is they are a little bit hesitant, you know. So the way that um, what they've done is that they've convinced the small-scale farmers, obviously, about the benefits and how you'll be able to save money, you know, and all the rest in the end, you know, moving, I mean, in the future. So what they do is that the communities actually pay for the technology for the small-scale farmers because the small-scale farmers are pretty much, um, you know, the community is, is dependent on the small-scale farmers, which I think is great to see community getting involved in that you know so um each of the farmers you know they just go to the communities as, as i've said and they get them to rally behind them so they can afford the technology with regards to the large-scale farmers one of their biggest clients um and it's something we've not spoken about uh is basically within the rubber industry and they basically said that the the, the rubber plantations they be, seem to benefit the most from this technology you know from a security perspective it is mobile you can do it anywhere in the world so if you're in the uk and you have somebody supervising your your plant your, your, your rubber, plant, rubber plantation in, um, in Cote d'Ivoire, you can literally monitor it. And I got to look through the lenses and to just see how detailed it really was. So um, the larger scale um, farmers are more receptive because they understand that they have a lot more to lose. But the smaller scale farmers, you know, they were a little bit hesitant, but the way that they've managed to, to combat that is by getting their communities to support them. Thank you very much, Lee Kasumba, on the line to us from Abidjan. For more on Lee's travels, go to africaconnected.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, Standard Bank supports businesses that need a banking partner that knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with Cape Talk on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the innovative solutions that come from Africa. Standard Bank moving forward.